0: From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. Caregiving can be a difficult and very personal role on many levels. Assisting a loved one through their cancer diagnosis, helping with daily activities, providing support, and helping to make treatment decisions may all be a part of their responsibilities. When young adults are the caregiver taking care of a parent, they face many unique challenges, such as having more duties to juggle, starting their own families and careers, and coming to terms with taking care of someone that is always taking care of them. Today's guest, Ashley Dedman, supported both of her parents in their cancer journeys and is here today to speak about the challenges and blessings of that time in her life, as well as how it impacted her approach to her own health. Ashley, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you Adam. I'm excited to join you
0: today. Well, I'm really excited to talk to you. I know I know you you're very involved with Cohen. You've been involved for a long time and, and now you you work at Cohen, right?
1: I do. I do. I work for Cohen. I work in the African American Health Equity Initiative.
0: Well, thank you for the work that you're doing there. We talked about that the, the need for that many times on the show. And I really appreciate the work that you're doing in that space. So let's talk about you. Uh, So how old were you when your mother was diagnosed with breast cancer and what was happening in your life at that time?
1: Adam, I was 18 years old when my mother was diagnosed with stage four metastatic breast cancer. Um, I was a senior in high school and on my way to college with a full volleyball scholarship. Um, It was a time when you're supposed to be excited and happy. And I was. Um, but my mother was at home battling for her life. And so, uh, but the time that I spent with her, um, I never looked at it as me missing out on my college experience, but rather a blessing to be able to spend more time with her.
0: Mm. That's so important. and that that perspective is so critical. And I imagine it would have been easy to look at it as a burden. And instead, You chose the the positive spin, and and that's just amazing. So tell us about that moment that you decided to be a caregiver for your mom, and and what did that mean for you and your family?
1: You know, I can remember remember it just like it was yesterday. I was a freshman in college. Um, I was at volleyball practice. It was two-a-days, and I remember I was working out on the weekend, and I asked myself, what are you doing? You should be at home. And I kind of just had that conversation with myself and I just said, you know what, you're right. And I walked over to my coach and I thanked her for believing in me, um, but I told her I quit Um, and I got my stuff. I walked out the gym, I called my dad and I told him I quit. And he was like, what? Uh, He said, you quit school? And I said, no dad, I didn't quit school. I just told him, Um, I decided that I didn't want to play volleyball and that I wanted to, and I needed to be at home with mom. um, And that was what was most important to me. Um, And I look back on it, Adam, and it was the best decision I ever made. Um, My dad was a high school school football coach at the time. And in Texas, if you're a football coach, that can take up a lot of your weekends, And so I wanted him to focus on work. I wanted to be there for my mom. Um, And in the end, that was the best decision. Um, Both of my parents worked during the week while I was at school. And so on Fridays, I would meet my mom at chemo and I'd stay with her while my dad was at work. And he'd come home immediately after the game so we could all be there for her.
0: Wow. So I I just want to touch on something for a moment. sir. I I think I heard you say in that story that... Your decision, your th- this lightning moment, this lightning realization happened, and you immediately decided and and moved forward. There was no deliberation. It was just that it was that quick. Is that what you're saying?
1: It was that quick. It was. What are you doing here? This is a weekend, you know. And it was. It was. It was. It wasn't even hard because I mean, really, the scholarship was paying my way to you know through school. And that didn't matter. It was being with my mom, everything else I would figure out later. And I did, I figured it out. Um, but it was no regret. It was, I quit and I can, I can honestly say I've never quit anything in life and I don't even think or look at it as I quit volleyball. I just chose my mom.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. You didn't, you chose your mom. You chose your mom. Wow. That is, that's so amazing. I'm so impressed. So, What did being a caregiver look like throughout your mom's breast cancer journey, and how were you able to help and support her?
1: Um, Being a caregiver was caring for my mother, who was sick. It was also caring for my father, who was caring for her. Hmm. Um, With my mother, it was going with her to chemo, picking up food, running errands for her, um, laying in the bed with her, um, and during that time, I would either sleep or study, or we watch TV, or we just talk about boys and college, and you know, just fun conversational things. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end of her journey, it was um, it was carrying her to the restroom, it was helping her bathe, it was helping her with those basic necessities that we take for granted. Um, that she physically could no longer do. But for me, it was an honor to do Mm -hmm. um, because she was my mom. For my father, it was making sure um, that he was okay. It was checking in with him, giving him a break. um, And I felt like me being there with my mom really allowed him to focus on work um, because there were times she had to stop working yeah. Um, so it was, it, it, I think it was that relief of knowing that I was there, that he could really um, focus on work, um, and know that my mom was well taken care of.
0: That's so important. So important. And, and it's, it's a team, right? It's being, it's being a family. Yeah. And, and I, speaking of your father, I mean, I understand that your father was diagnosed with cancer shortly after you lost your mother. And so then you stepped into caring for him on multiple levels. I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about that as well?
1: Yes. So my father was so dedicated and devoted to my mother's care in those four years. He Adam actually forgot about his own health. Mm. Um, and a few months after my mom died, my father called me while I was on campus um, and told me he had cancer. Um, at that moment, my heart dropped. I remember asking myself, what is going on in my family? Uh, My great-grandmother, my grandmother, and my mother all died from breast cancer. And now my father was telling me he had cancer. Mm. And um, that really led me to asking about my own health. I really felt like I was next. I felt like I was going to die. Um, And so um, I was just about to graduate at the end of that month. And so I decided to move back home um, and, lived home, and, li- and live at home, um, because I knew my, my dad was still grieving, um, and now he had just been diagnosed with prostate cancer, um, and so it was best that I moved back home with him to um, help him through his journey. Um, he had his prostate removed, and um, he's a thriving prostate cancer survivor.
0: Oh, that's great. I'm so glad to hear that. And I love I love your commitment to family and how you how you've been so supportive. That's just so encouraging to hear. So to say that you went through a lot is an understatement. How are you able to process all of your emotions and even find time to grieve at such a young and impactful age?
1: That's a good question and I had to really kind of come to grips with myself and really realize Adam, I, I, my, my grieving was delayed. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, I really didn't grieve fully until about two or three years later. Um, I mean, after losing my mother, I was so focused on um, helping my dad transition now to a life without his wife, mm-hmm. um, and then a couple of months later, helping to net, helping him navigate through his own cancer journey, um, and at the same time, I was beginning my career as a teacher um and really trying to figure out the biggest question of it all and that was was cancer coming for me. Yeah. Um and I actually realized probably about a year ago um that I have been I had been angry towards cancer for tearing mm. my family apart. Um and so when you say, you know, the emotional and mental impact, um it's it's a journey. It's an ongoing journey because you, you know, while you go through it immediately, um, but over the years, you still um, those those feelings and those emotions and experiences still impact you.
0: Yeah. Wow. And, and you talked about how you felt like, you know, like cancer's coming for you. I mean, what impact did that have on your life and, and how do you now approach your own health?
1: So both of my parents were educators. Um, I was an educator for 10 years. And so I knew if I had questions, I needed to educate myself and ask the right people the right questions to get the answers I needed about my own health. Um, and that's what I did.
0: Mm, that's right. That's, uh, it's so important. And that's why we're Do this podcast. And that's one of the reasons that Cohen does so much of what we do is to educate and to inform and to have a a trusted place that people can go and get information, right? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So, So Ashley, last question. What advice do you have for our listeners who might not know the best way to support someone who is currently undergoing treatment for breast cancer? How can they best help them? How can they also take care of themselves in that process?
1: Absolutely. I would say first to a teen caregiver or a young caregiver, it's important to know it's not your fault. There is nothing that you did to cause the cancer diagnosis, nor is there anything that you can do to cure them, but to love them, to support them and to be present. Um, And for all caregivers, it's important to um, have someone who cares for you, Um, a caregiver for the caregiver. Um, And there there are going to be times where you need to step away for a mental or emotional just kind of check in with yourself. Um, I also learned um, that I couldn't take things personal. Um, My mom was dying and there were times she tried to push me away because she didn't want to see her. She didn't want her daughter to see her slowly dying. Um, and as loving and as caring as my mother was, there were times she was really mean. Um, but that meant I had to love her harder. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, I would say um to ask for help um from your family members, church members, co-workers, and community. Um, because it's okay to need and ask for help.
0: Wow, Ashley, that is such amazing advice. And so important and such a and such a really great perspective on on the, the ups and the downs and the difficulties of caregiving. Um, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Uh, we're going to have you on the show again next week, talking a little bit more about your own health and, and about being empowered through testing. So I'm excited about that. And thank you so much for joining us on the show today.
1: Thank you, Adam. I look forward to it.